What's up, people? Another no bullshit podcast for contractors. This is part two of a three-part series with Joe Crane, my man. We're going to talk about profits and cash flow, how he cranked up his profits, how he cranked up his, his cash flow. He was basically on the you know pathway to poverty. Um, you know, in the previous one, we talked about how to get control of your time and your team, where Joe crushed out some strategies that you guys can apply to get control of your time, get more time back, get more out of your head into the hands of your team and become a true leader. And then we're going to get into part three after this one is going to be marketing and sales, guys, in that order. Uh, so look, if you like it, then hit like, right? If you want to subscribe, then subscribe. If you don't, that's okay too. If you want to get some help, you want to take your business to the next level, just like Joe did and, and other contractors you hear, like champion CEOs on this podcast, then just click below, book in for a chat, see how we can help you overcome those obstacles. It's a free chat and uh, give you a specific plan specific to your situation and your business. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm gonna show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so here's the here's what I want. Like when we look at this, um, is I, I'm going to get Joe to dig a little bit deeper in the profits and cash flow. So I talked about the cash flow. You know, uh, managing your cash flow, um, and really what we want to do. Like what he, Joe was saying is that we want to make sure we we you know optimize what's called our cash gap, uh, the gap between the money coming in and the money going out. Okay, and so some of the strategies that you used, Joe, was Getting down, uh, getting down payment deposits, right? Yep. Okay. What were some of the other things that you, you you talked about engaging with your suppliers? Like these are all things, guys, that you guys can do. Like not in like eighteen months. Okay. Go to your suppliers, and what would you say to them, Joe? Oh, I was just paying them faster, so they wouldn't even hear from me. You know, we'd get an invoice, and it was just paid instead of, oh, hey, brother, you know, checks in the mail. Hey, uh, you know, waiting on this payment. As soon as this payment comes in, I'll get you squared up. You know, stuff like that. Well, um, a lot of know, times, it, a lot it, of times they'll give reba- rebates back, right? Or they'll give discounts. If oh, you pay. yeah, that's true. Yeah, so so you you're increasing your profits. Get a, like a 2% discount if it's paid within 10 days. Totally, yeah. guys. Okay. So, so you know, um, I'm going to give you guys a couple oh, and, of... and I'm sorry. The other thing, too, you can do is if you've got subcontractors working for you and they're like, hey, man, I'm super busy right now. You know, I'll get out there as soon as I can. You get, hey, bro, guess what? Um, I can pay your entire invoice today instead of holding on to your invoice for 30 days, but I got to have that shit done today. Guess whose job's getting the priority treatment? Oh my God, dude. Huge, huge. Okay. But again, yeah. but again, in order to have that cash, right, we've got to get on top of our accounts receivable, right? We've got to have a, we've got to have yep. a checklist for that, right? We've got to get on top of our invoicing. Like everybody on this call, ask yourself this question. And I know sometimes it's pride. I get it. I was there. Okay. Like, oh man, I got to invoice that person. Oh, I should have invoiced them two weeks ago. And then you're a little bit embarrassed and you just push it off, you push it off. Guys, yep. 
fuck it. Just, it's your money. Go out and get it. Okay. So back to checklists. If it means grab a goddamn whiteboard, you know, write down, you know, print off your accounts receivable, write down on that whiteboard. Here's the fucking people that I'm nailing this week regarding invoicing. Make it happen. Don't let yourself run away from things that, that have to get done. Put this shit right in front of you. Computers do have their value, but there's something that putting something right in front of you that you can't turn off or run away with, run away from, right? So, so yeah. are, you, are you posting the video of this or just the audio? Oh, no, it's, I, I get the, I'm sure the guys are going to be do, posting on the YouTube. Okay, because I'll show you. Like, like I told you, I started in the IT industry. I'm very, very good with computers. You talk about using the latest apps. Uh, you know, I still do a little programming myself, and I fought you for this. Yeah, uh, I remember. I'll show you right now. There's my uh, sales board and our ops board, and it's made a huge difference. So even as a guy that's super tech savvy, just having that shit up on the wall makes a difference for some stupid reason. Well, guys, I'm gonna tell you why, Joe. You ready? Here you go, Joe. Coaching session, insight session. Yes, sir. And Joe, once I say this, right, you're gonna be like, okay, that makes sense. But understand something, everybody. The human mind, we were designed to, and God forbid those that are missing some of these things, okay? Um, it's amazing how humans adapt as well, but we were designed with like three core things to learn, right? To learn from. One is visually. How do, you, how do we see things, right? One is auditory, like actually hearing things. And the other one is the kinesthetics, is touching things, okay? Anytime that you can put those three to use at the same time and optimize those, guess what happens? You optimize your ability to think. You optimize your ability to make decisions, okay? So computers have their own thing, but when you're able to take a marker and write with color and right. put something up like a sticky note and touch it, you're, you as a human brain goes, hey, uh, this is making sense, okay? Now, right. you don't want to over abuse that, okay? But at the same token, though, there's certain places for it. A sales board, Huge. Why? You can't run away from it. Now, you, some of you might say, I got so much sales, man, I can't fit it all on a board. Okay. So then use it to your best ability, maybe on the projects that are like, what are the top sales right projects that you've got that you've got to nail? Like, these are your class A clients. This is fucking the ideal work right. for the, right. For, right? Like, use it, right? So, and notice what Joe went through. Guys, I'm, we're giving, Joe's giving you a goal. Joe just didn't put things in any order, did you, Joe? No, I don't know if you could see it, but I actually bought, uh, what is it called, pinstriping? Yep. Yep. And, and, and you know, I'll, I'll talk about this when we talk about profits in a second, but make it ugly first and then slowly make it pretty because I'm a perfectionist and I'm sure a lot of people listening here are perfectionists because yep. in the trades you tend to be, right? So you want something to be 100%, you want it to be 110% perfect before you release it to the world. Um, and I'm telling you, if you try to do that, you're going to fuck it up every time. Uh, you know, so like with the sales board, we got it up and we were just writing shit up there. Then we, we kind of figured out, you know, what generally the line should look like. And we, you know, made some thought totally. out of level, totally. right. Uh, and, and drew it on there and we kind of figured, Oh, we don't really need that column, but we need that column. You know, it's more important. And then we pinstriped it. Uh, you know, so now it, it, it's permanent cause we know it needs to go up there. And to your thing, you know, we use Monday as a CRM. Uh, and for our sales tracking, we have too much shit to go up on the board. 
but during the uh, during our sales meeting, we go through and we pick out what needs to be bid that week, and you know what are the phone calls that come up, and that's the shit that goes on the board. Dude, and then we, you know, coordinate between pulling shit off the board and throwing it in Monday, and vice versa. Love it. But it has made a huge difference just having that stupid board up. But I have a policy because this has happened several times that if something is stupid and it works, it's not stupid anymore. Guess what it is. Most cases is a form of genius. Yeah. I'm not joking. Everybody listening in. Um, it's not necessarily always the most complex things that, that are genius. For uh, This is, again, some of these are my own little principles of how I see things. Just like what Joe was referring to, you know, all of you champion seals listening in, you'll be like, yeah, that's we know that's the term. I go, rough it. I don't want fucking perfection. I want you to rough it. Get the goddamn right. board. Put the board up. Right on it. I don't care if it's freaking squiggly lines. Then you can use it. You get the benefit from it right away. You learn from it. And then once you're like, hey, man, this is the same format. This is sort of like how many lines we need. Yeah. Then you go to crappy tire or wherever. Okay. Uh, Home Depot, whatever. You can get some pinstriping. And then you freaking like, you know, maybe laser level it. I'm pretty anal on that shit. I love Absolutely. that. Right? Yes, sir. And, and then it looks sense. fucking clean. You can clean it off. And, and there's no excuses, guys. Okay. So, so. It's a form of a checklist and it's a form of a system and it's also a part of a culture, okay? So your guys, by the way, are gonna be way more receptive to implementing systems that have simplicity to them, right? So you think about this. How many of you guys are running jobs whereby you have a job box? I'm sure a lot of guys listening in. Could, could the guy running the job, like I did, have a little whiteboard? Where I come in, job box is locked, come walking in, I open up the fucking, open her up, right? Had the doors on her, opened up the fucking lid, there's the fucking whiteboard. Okay, boys, over here. Here's what we're doing this week. Like, right, the, people can relate to that, okay? Now, I'm not saying right. computers don't have, a, uh, don't have a place, but things have a place, okay? So whiteboards, super cheap, less than probably... You know, a couple of cases of beer, okay? And the last little point on, the, on this little tip is, this is all part of the training, guys, so you're getting some gold here. It's, Joe has put them, and I, I've, I've taught everybody that when you're going to go and put boards up, you want them to go in the flow of your business. He doesn't put the sales board behind the project boards, guys. True, Joe? Yep. I just saw it. He goes, why, yep. do you go, why do you go in that order, Joe? Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, you kind of caught me off guard on that one. Well, because the sales, uh, right? The sales board feeds the what? Oh, the yeah, projects the, you do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the sales feeds the project board. Yeah, yeah. so so people can actually see it like a production line instead of like, what the fuck? Right. Why, why do you got a board over here? People are like, Andrew, that doesn't make a big difference. Oh, yeah? Really? Oh, right. back to infection, you know, getting infected, right? Come on. Right. If you think with the flow, people think with the flow. And then they think what in a linear way of like, holy shit, we got to make sure we don't, you know what? I'm looking at how much work we've got. If you land these jobs right now, Joe, we might have a problem. We might have a shortage of guys in two months. Like there's things that you just won't see unless you see the, the picture, right? True. Right, right. So yeah, absolutely. And you know, if you think about it from, from the guy's perspective, back when you, you were on the other side of the fence, you were the guy working the tools yeah. working for somebody else, you know? Think of that perspective. How many times have you heard, because I've heard this from other folks, even when I was running my company like dog shit, you know, the boss never talks to us. We don't know what the fuck's going on. You know, 
payroll was two days late last week and we didn't hear anything. We just got the check or, you know, the boss always wants something different. You know, last week he wanted this. Now he's got this new stupid form and I don't even know why he wants it. Right. And those are legitimate concerns that should be addressed. And if you're having those meetings and you've got those boards up and everybody's seeing that, there's an openness to it. So there are no secrets within the company. There are no, are we in financial trouble? Do we have enough sales going true, on dude. to where I'm going to be busy or should I be looking for a job? You know, because I'm sure guys that have worked with tools have worked for companies where they've had those conversations. Oh but my then God. you get to the other side of it and you kind of forget about that. But put yourself in their shoes. You know, they want to know what's going on. You know, they don't care that, you know, you're, you're running a profitable company, but they want to know that they've got work for the next year or that you're going to be able to keep them busy, that their paychecks are going to be on time. You know, things like that. I think they do care that you're running a profitable company. I'll tell you why, Joe. I, uh, yeah. I know. I agree. Yeah. Because, that's, because that's, that's an unhealthy company, right? Like, you right. know, they, if, if they can get the right, if you, when we build the right culture of people, okay? Guys, I'll be straight up with you. Okay. My automation company in the end before you know, I sold it was very, very profitable. Okay. All my team members knew it was very, very profitable. But something else that they also knew. They also knew they were treated like gold. They were also knew that some right. of those profits paid for them getting paid more than the other guys. They also knew that there was bonuses. They also knew that there was all, they're right. like, where the fuck's that money coming from? Well, I don't know, boys. How about you doing a profitable job? Like, so when somebody else would fuck up, the guys would be like, dude, that's going to cost us. Like, right? Because right. now they see it as a, that back to culture. You, you want your team to support you being profitable so long as you have the culture of like it benefits everybody other than, you know, other yeah, than the, and, yeah. and kind of what I said that, cause I've seen several companies where the owners are very profit driven, but they don't have that level of communication. Exactly. That's when the guys don't give a totally. fuck. Exactly. You know, if, if you've got a goal of, you know, setting up your, as the owner, your retirement account, you want to buy the new car, you want to do all this with, with the profit, but you're treating your guys like dog shit. They're not going to care. So but true. all of my supers get a profit a percentage of the net profit. So they care about, Hey, did, did all that excess material actually get returned or was it thrown in the dumpster? You know, they, they care about that kind of shit because it affects their paycheck. I love it. man. And I'm, I'm happy it does. Right. Because I would consider myself a failure if I made a lot of money and I had a bunch of people working for me that I treated like crap and you know, they're at the end of their career and all they can depend on is their social security. I've considered my, myself a failure. I want to bring my guys with me so that we're all successful together. And I think that's the attitude you have to have. And the guys smell that on you. You know, if you don't give a fuck about them, they can smell it on you. If you do, they can smell that too. And they're going to hustle for you and they're going to make the right decisions. So you guys, everybody listening in, like, bro, I, I, again, I say sometimes this is selfish because I, I just love, I don't know what's going to come out of these podcasts, okay? Um, but like, bro, that's why you're such a great part of this, of the champion CEO group, right? What you just said there, that's like, that is such a core, like that's your beliefs around you, okay? And how you see other people, right? Like, Anybody listening in, we're like, oh, that guy's fucking crazy. Get like, seriously, get off, get off the podcast because you will attract what you deserve and you will attract, right. who, you will attract who you are. Okay. If you don't have your right principles in place, if you don't have the mindset like what Joe's is, 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 has in place. Okay. Now you can have the, I want to be, I want to be clear. Okay. 
you can have the right mindset. And I believe, Joe, you had the right mindset, but you can lack the, the know-how and the awareness to, to get you there. Okay, like to, right. to, to apply it. Okay, but, but if you don't have it, you're fucked. Okay, if you think Absolutely. everybody's right. going to steal from you and whatever, there's no good people, you're in trouble. Okay, because right. that's what the world will give you. If you just think like shit, you're going to get shit. Okay, so right. I love what you just shared there. It's like, seriously, that, that should be paused, rewind people, and, and listen to what Joe just said. That should be part of people's culture statements. And when they're, you know, they're hiring people, here's who we are, here's what we do, because that was beautiful, dude. I, I'm actually going to go back to it. Awesome job. So <laughs> let's, let's, we're going to get into marketing and sales. Now, on the profits, uh, profit side, like, what about, is there anything else you just want to highlight for them? Like, I know if, if, you, if there's any changes, yeah, so like pricing jobs or whatever. starting ugly because I'm still ugly on my job. Uh, God damn it. I always call it the wrong thing. I use it right. I use it in my company as job costing, but you call it back. Dude, costing. Cost, no, 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 look, at, the, reason I, the reason I come up with terms, everybody, okay? Yeah. Jo, jo, it's okay for Joe to use different terms. Is that when, I'm, when we're training contractors, okay? Right. We, we have to come... We have to come, and if you're getting somebody to help you and they don't have this process in place, you need to really be questioning, okay? And, and it might sound like something minor, it's major, okay? You have to, if you're going to get help from somebody, they have to have consistency in the language that they use. Right. Because if they don't have consistency, then people could be talking about something and helping, trying to, you know, with the right intentions, help somebody else, and they don't really understand where people are coming from, okay? So... Job costing, is, I call it job costing because you're costing a job. I could give you a fucking 10 names for it. Cause, right, right, okay. right. Yeah, back yeah. costing. So, well, well, yeah. I'm no, sorry. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Back, back, back costing. Yeah, back costing you. is because you're looking back on the job. And it, right. it just forces you just like instead of putting up a project board, guys, the coach is going to say me. I'm going to say, no, it's not a fucking project board. You really, yes, it is a project. No, it's a progress to profit board. Okay, what's the big deal? Oh, I'll tell you what the big deal is. When you're sitting with your team, you're like, let's talk about the progress, the profit board. The minds and how they think will be, wait a second, are my jobs progressing the profit? Instead of like, are my, jo are my jobs just moving? No, no. Are we making fucking money on these jobs? So, right. right. So now Joe might have his own terminology that works for his team, but Joe has to be consistent with the language he uses with his team. Otherwise, everybody's going to be fucking interpreting things the wrong way. Make right. sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, no, and what you do call it, it is a big deal. Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, – no, I can't think of the exact analogy, so I'll, I'll, I might get back to it later. But we're still doing our job costing ugly. Um, you know, I pull up a Microsoft Word document, and I start making bullets. And we talk about, you know – we had budgeted in, in fact, we just did it for a very small job. It was, it was maybe a, a $2,000 job where we refurbished somebody's stairs, mm. right? And we went through and we said, okay, uh, it took Billy five hours to, uh, to do this part of the work, to, you know, to demo it down to the raw concrete. It then took three guys, six hours to you know, to refurbish the concrete. It then took us an hour and a half to demo out the, the brick joints, right? We went down and we got like soup to nuts. So at the end of the day, we could have very clear um, numbers going forward when we want to do that type of work. Because what we found out, because my guys get a part of the profit is 
that stairway we did was a $2,000 job. That's in a community of 350 people who have the same fucking problem. So what we've done is we've now had door hangers printed up that give people a special rate for the month of October. We've got like this whole special website we're setting up with, with video and everything else. And we know that every time we do one of those jobs, we're at a, we're at a 50% markup. We mark up our job hundred percent. We're going to make a 50% profit because we went through and went down to super, super tiny detail. Was that bag of repair material $47 or was it 44? Let me check the receipt, right? We went to that. How much did it take? Two and a half bags. Was it two and a half or two and a quarter, right? Because that gives us a square foot price that we could go through and make sure that when we put 350 door hangers out, you know, and we start getting those calls, we know that every one we're going to be making money on and we can figure out a way to actually systematize it. So if we get say 20 of those jobs, we've already got it in place exactly how we're going to plan it out because we went back and looked at exactly what our costs were, exactly what, how much time it took. And the guys knew I was going to ask them those questions. So when I said, how long did it take Billy to demo out the joints for 32 linear feet of brick? It took an hour and a half, right? It wasn't like, oh, shit, let me think. Uh, shit, I, I, uh, probably two hours. No, they knew I was going to ask, so they came to me with the data because, it, like I tell them, this isn't a memory test. When you go back to, like, those daily huddles and the Friday meetings and the Monday meetings, it's not a memory test. I'm not trying to see how smart you are. You know it's on the test. Come to me with the answers. And we don't have any problems. We're all going to get along. I fucking love it. I love it. So, Joe, you might want to write this down. Okay? I'm listening. Yep. Okay. So, what Joe just highlighted here, three three core things. And, again, I come up, I come up with certain things with certain letters so that it sticks. Okay? Right. So, predictable pro- process. Write that down. Creates predictable what? People. And it creates the one I love, which creates predictable profits. I was already talking about okay. predictable. Exactly. See that, that that that's when things stick, right? When you right when when you when you're going through something, get this shit to stick in your head, right? Predictable process creates predictable people, creates predictable profits. Now that's a business. Okay. You right. might say, I don't have time, you know, this is, but then guess what? Then guess what? I'll take those three, those three, then guess what? If those were people, they don't have time for you. Right. So you're going to get whatever shit you get. Okay. Winging it is not the way to go about it. Okay. And what Joe is creating right now is, is a predictable, is really predictability in a nutshell, predictability. And tell me like that, that Joe, that like allows you to put your head in the pill and to go, fuck man. I know what's going on, and I know we're going in the right yeah, direction, absolutely. right? Right. Okay, right. cool. So, wow. Now that was a finish. Amazing. So, hey guys, thanks again for listening to this podcast. Again, this is part two of this three-part series. Part three, we're going to get into marketing and sales, and uh, the third and final pillar, and then uh, what Joe did to sell his first residential job, you know, how to, uh, some of the things he's never done before, and getting his clients to pay him in advance before he even does the job, right? Like just absolutely amazing. We're going to touch on, you know, why marketing and sales is one of the weakest places for contractors. And yeah, it's the easiest place if you just apply some of these techniques and insights I'm going to share with you and how you can really speak to your target market and get inside their heads, you know, get inside the heads of your customers, right? I call it secret psychology. So stay tuned. 
Um, like us, subscribe to us, and uh, again, if you want to get some insights uh, like this, get a customized plan, uh, book in for a chat below, and we'll see you guys in the flip. Ciao.